Welcome to the J Squared Horror Podcast, where two lifelong horror fans talk all things horror. Pour yourself your favorite drink and hang out. Here are your hosts, Josh and Jake. Hey guys, welcome to the J Squared Horror Podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Jake. And on today's episode, we are going to be discussing 1988's Killer Clowns from Outer Space, directed by Steven Chioda. Is that not one of the coolest fucking theme songs for a horror movie? It, it made movie? me think of 80s horror movies. A lot of them had like good like soundtracks to them. Yeah, like they theme did. songs. They did. Yeah, they did. Killer Clowns from Outer Space, 1988. I'm super excited to get into this one. Um, I don't even know really the reason behind this episode. Um, this is obviously a movie from 1988, <laughs> so I don't think I have to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. If you guys haven't seen it yet, it is free on Amazon Prime. Yeah. That's where I watched it. Me too. I have some additions on there, so if it's not free for you, I'm sorry. Uh, it is a lot of fun to watch. If you haven't seen it in a couple years or you haven't seen it ever, go ahead and pause us. Go watch the movie, Amazon Prime. Go check it out. It's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a crazy 80s horror movie. It, it brings you back if you're from there, and if you're not, it just looks weird. So <laughs> uh, go check it out. Go give it a watch, and then come back and listen to the rest of our episode. But before we get into the episode about killer clowns from outer space, what would you like to let anyone new to our podcast know? As always, like and subscribe on youtube pretty pretty please also find us on spotify we're on there we're on apple Mm -hmm. as well as google we are even instagram jay's girl horror podcast link tree in the bio new episodes every thursday that was good (laughs) that was really good that was good every single thursday two lifelong horror fans decide to get together and talk about all things horror with this podcast we like being the most original horror podcast out there meaning we are a conversation-based podcast not an information-based podcast so if you like talking the shit with horror movies you like getting a group of friends together once you watch the horror movie this is the perfect podcast for you it is if you're looking for information and you're looking for deep meanings and deep value Sometimes we can provide that, <laughs> On but majority of the time, we're just two shit-talking horror fans that love all things horror. So if that sounds interesting to you at all, please like and subscribe. Please follow us on all of our social medias. If you go to www.jsquaredhorrorpodcast.com, you can actually be a part of the podcast, meaning you can contact us directly to put in movie TV show, book recommendations that we can then discuss per your request on our podcast. Yep. We have had a couple. If you guys know us at all, our fan requests, we mention you by name. If you don't feel comfortable with your name, we can just say a fan requested it, but we love including our fans. We do. Hit the website. Check us out. It's it's unlike anything you've ever listened to, whether that's good or bad. We think you'll enjoy it to some capacity. Now, Killer Clowns from Outer Space from 1988 is a fucking shit show of a movie. If you haven't seen it, go fucking watch it. It's a hoot. If you have seen it, come on along and enjoy J Squared's version of what this movie is. So how do you feel, man? I haven't seen this movie in a couple years, probably close to two years, I would say. Uh, it's one of those in the spooky rotation come this time of year. It's a lot of fun. But what do you personally feel about Killer Clowns? Not without the rating or anything, but what do you feel yeah. about Killer Clowns from Outer Space just overall? I think it had been at least 10 years Wow, since I've watched this movie. That's a, that's a long time. And I enjoyed it back then. Okay. And surprisingly, now I still enjoy it, but for different reasons. Okay. I'm sure we're going to get into those yeah. reasons, correct? Yeah. What about you? I, I <laughs> it's a hoot, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's not unlike anything that I've seen, but also at the same time, it kind of is unlike anything I've seen. Meaning that like it, it has its own identity. 
Yeah. And it through, definitely does. Yeah, through conventions that we've been through, people fuck with this movie. It has a huge following. Huge following. It's a, definitely a cult classic. It's definitely a very fan-driven movie. I think very much post when it originally came out. Yeah. Now, with that being said, what I wanted to ask you was... Is do you think this movie in 1988 came across as scary? Do you think this was a legitimate horror movie for the people of the late 80s, early 90s? No, because late 80s, early 90s, you got the heavy hitters. You do have some heavy hitters. You got Michael Myers, you got Jason, you got Freddy in his prime. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think it was like a scary, like fearful type movie, okay. but maybe like a horror comedy maybe yeah so i was wondering is that what their intent was behind it to yes. be a horror comedy I mean, it, it's clowns that are kind of over the top and look ridiculous i would think so they do they yeah. do look ridiculous but also as ridiculous as they may look for people that have a fear of clowns i do believe this movie could work towards it being scary they're terrifying looking clowns they are very scary looking clowns you know it's not a person with their face painted no, it's, it's definitely no, it's not, not yeah. a guy wearing clown makeup like Pennywise was in the 90s. So this is pre-Pennywise. Like, yeah, it is. This is, this is pre-us visualizing what yeah. it was. This is two years before Pennywise. That's yeah. crazy. I know. So do you think this, did it grow the fear of clowns leading up to Pennywise and then he just fucking took it on a rampage? Or do you think it was like, this one's kind of funny. Oh, shit, Pennywise. <laughs> I think it's haha, this is kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, shit, Pennywise, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you are scared of clowns, you're a punk ass. And, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's an intense, this could be an intense, scary movie for you if you're scared of clowns. Uh, or if you're scared of aliens or tents. Or small towns, I guess. I guess or popcorn. cotton candy, yeah, popcorn, popcorn, cotton candy, yeah. If if the circus scares you, yeah, <laughs> this movie's the, not for if you. If the circus freaks you out in any capacity, check this movie out. You're gonna enjoy. It. <laughs> You'll love it. <laughs> You'll love every single second. Now, this movie is probably one of the most '80s movies. They just like almost like vomit the eighties into your face. <laughs> like and I guess it's because it's eighty eight and we can look back and maybe that's how it was. It's a little over the top eighties, if you it's ask. Like, it was a crazy fucking time. It did look like it. Imagine being our age right now in the eighties. No, that sounds terrible. Yeah, you're in our twenties and eighties. Twenties like like late teenager, early twenties would be cool. Oh, in late the 80s. teens for sure. Yeah, yeah, that would be sick. They just look like they're all having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah who knows it's, it wasn't like that when i was when i was coming up <laughs> that's for damn sure it's like it's crazy because it's small town so you have not only the 80s aspect but you have the small town vibe yeah meaning they have like two cops you know everybody yeah, knows the everybody's only name. two i saw the yeah entire movie. the only two cops i saw in this movie one being one of the main characters the other one being a soul kind of a main character but you find out why he wasn't quite um there's like there's like punks, there's like jocks, there's like you know pretty girls, there's party ish vibes. You got your standard eighties horror vibe. You got your standard eighties, you know, campy fucking horror shit. I mean, it is what it is. It's not bad. It's not perceived in a fake manner. No, that's for damn sure. By no means is it bad. And I, I read somewhere that the movie when it released did well. Oh, okay. It, it was perceived well. From okay. Them. That makes and sense. that they've been working on a sequel since the movie fucking came out. Since 1988? Why they've have they never done it? I don't know. But I think I saw in 2018, they were talking to sci-fi by doing a sequel. Oh, okay. That'd be super corny then. Yeah. yeah. They have like late classic which, which, which is good for this movie. Sci-fi would be perfect for it. I don't think it needs a theatrical. But honestly, no, though, but no. honestly, though, with the influx of like reimaginations and 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 continuations of classic horror films yeah there's with what we've seen through conventions and through meeting fans and horror i'm not saying it's impossible to believe not at all that this movie could come out in theaters or a, a second to this movie could come out in theaters and make tons and it of could money. make a shit ton of money if they yeah. if they do it properly yeah you get some people from the original movie honestly yeah. like as much as corny 80s as this movie is it doesn't visually look bad. That's what blows my mind. Me too. It's like 
it looks like I'm watching people in the 80s deal with this. Yeah, so the concept of it with the clowns from outer space, uh, obviously. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's where the killer yeah. clowns come from? Honestly, that's crazy, right? <laughs> but it's The title tells you the whole movie. The way <laughs> they look, the way like their machines look, their tent yeah. looks, having that clown over-the-top aspect of it is what doesn't date this movie like that. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. That's all it took. Yeah. So the fact that they are killer clowns from outer space. Yeah. That everything can look super corny and look like it's straight out of a circus. Because they're clowns. Because they're clowns. Yeah. But what, what, I, what I'm wondering is, and because this movie has been around since 1988, and it is so well re, re, pre, retrieved. Received? Received. That's the word. <laughs> <laughs> Since this were since the oh, fucking shit, all right, and action. Since this movie <laughs> is from 1988 and is so well received in the horror community, there is absolutely no point in us walking through this movie. That is something we do not like to do anymore on the J Squared Horror Podcast. But with new movies, it's a little tricky. You kind of have to walk through shit. But we're just going to talk about shit in this movie that we either like, hate, or appreciated. Blah blah blah. Yeah. So this movie, the thing is, is it's. It's correct in its like craziness, but what I'm wondering is like, are is this just a planet of just fucking circuses? Like, what do you think their what do you think their planet is like? So that was they are killer clowns from outer space, which means they came from somewhere else. Yeah. So that means that leads you to believe that this is just this is just normal for them. So that was my thought. So, like, usually alien movies, they come from outer space, they land here, and they take a different form. Yeah. This is just how they look all the time. Yeah, like, they're clowns. They're just clowns. But they also have popcorn and cotton candy. Yeah, so they're professional clowns. Very much so. So, I guess in outer space, they're just, they come from a circus planet? Yeah, do you think it's just like a, yeah, is it like Ringling Brothers and Baronums or whatever that shit's called. Yeah, that's just <laughs> that's just where they came from. Where they came from, they just came here for whatever reason to take over. I guess <clears throat> that's that's a fucking weak premise. Like that's, that's I mean, one hundred percent. Such that's such a that's that's such a weak idea for a horror film. That like coming from it from being two guys that love the classics and yeah. that loved like the killers and even like Alien, like Ridley Scott's Alien is fucking intense. It's crazy. That was my Alexa. I do apologize. Just let me know that rain's coming. Um, <laughs> yeah, the premise makes no sense. The premise doesn't make sense. And you don't always need the premise to make sense because if you perceive this movie as most of us do, it's a horror comedy, which means you can get away with some of the corniness because it's just like over-the-top humor. Yeah. And clowns and popcorn and cotton candy and a tent. And, like, it's cool. I appreciate it. It would be awesome if, like, it was, like, part of the uh, horror nights down in Orlando. Like, if they could do something very similar. Because, like, when they're walking through the tent slash UFO thing, it's crazy. Like, it's it's advanced, but we're looking at it from 2023. Yeah. They're looking at it from 1988 or before because most times when movies come out, you can predate a couple of years to kind of give yourself some wiggle room. So let's call it, you know, mid to late 80s. And I wasn't alive back then, but I imagine watching it. And if our fans are of, you know, that age group, let us know if that was a scary movie for you or if it was comedy, if it was super outlandish, because we're looking at it from many, 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 many years later. Like that technology wouldn't scare most of us today. Yeah. And I don't think they were afraid at first of a gun that shoots out popcorn. Yeah, and they're not scared of it very much in the movie until you find out what the popcorn is, which doesn't quite make sense, but neither what, here. What there. is the popcorn? Baby killer clowns from outer space, clearly, because they turn into, like, vine creatures Oh, in the bathroom scene. Yeah, so when they first shot the popcorn on them... I thought it was, like, a, a tracking... Like I thought I it was like a because it's stuck they, to their fucking. But then clothes. he made the um he made the balloon animal dog, which I thought was hilarious. Like that, like that, like they're like, oh, how are we gonna catch him? And he's like, and then he makes a fucking. It's just like it's so corny, but it's clearly comedy aspects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess that that part 
and the way they look. They are creep. Like I was, I was like watching it, and like obviously I've like seen the actors and actresses that played in this movie at conventions, but like also I've seen masks and shit at like a, a spirit Halloween and shit yeah. like that. But like now, part of me would like would like want a collection of like the killer clowns from outer space. Really, like just for nostalgia reasons. Like, if you guys know anything about my collection of horror shit, it's Mike. It's Sam from Trick or Treat, it's Jason Voorhees, and it's Freddy Krueger. Those are my top ones. Like, it, it looks great in your house. I have them in my fucking bedroom. I have them on my body. I don't know if I'd ever get a Killer Clowns from Outer Space tattoo. I'd probably get, like, the gun as a filler just because it's fucking funny. And it looks so, like, Marvin the Martian and, Yeah, like, so crazy. That'd be cool. Or, like, the cotton candy. Or, like, cotton candy could be, like, a filler in my tattoo. Yeah. But, like... It, I I honestly believe it has a place in the horror community. Obviously, it does. Like, who the fuck am I to say that it does or doesn't? Yeah. That's not the point. What I'm saying is from a fucking asshole of a horror fan, I still appreciate what they did. And I, I enjoyed the movie. <laughs> it's not good. But it's also not bad. Yeah, so that's where I feel about it. <laughs> it's not by any means a good movie. It's like, you know, if you, it just to, just just to draw a comparison, the first one that popped in my head, and it's not a comparison movie, like what's in the movie versus what's in the movie, but if you're just going like newer versus older, like Slaughterhouse High is a terrible movie. I agree. And I watched, I forced you to watch it. You I did? did a fucking episode on our podcast yeah. about this fuck, that fucking movie. And it's a bad movie. It's not entertaining. And it's just crazy to think that a movie that came out in like 2020, maybe 2021, I can't remember exactly the year that that came out, could be that boring and that uninteresting. Whereas a movie that came out in 1988 about some fucking alien clowns that shoot popcorn and cotton candy on people could keep me that entertained for yeah. an hour and a half, yeah. hour 40. I don't exactly remember the runtime. About an hour and a half, yeah. Had to have been right. I think it was like 72, so maybe like an Which is the hour perfect and amount of time for this movie. If this movie went on any longer, it would it would be one of those drawn out, typical horror, like fucking end already. But they did it well. I think, uh, let me, I'm just going to confirm the runtime. Um, I, I'm saying it's 72 minutes. That's what my gut's telling me. Which is an hour and 12, right? Yeah, I think it's like 128, I think. All right, so I'm saying an hour 72, and you're saying 80. One, yeah, yeah. One, 128. All right, so it came out in 1988. And come on, IMDb, do not let me, you're letting me down. Or maybe I'm scrolling too quickly. Uh, it was a budget of $2 million, estimated. Oh, wow. Hour and 28 minutes. Oh, damn right. So I think you were closer. Yeah, technical specs. Yep, hour and 28 minutes, which would be right roughly around what Jake said. Cool. So he won that battle. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's rare that he wins them against me, but when when he does, uh, he does, and I'm proud of him. How did you feel about the the police officers in this movie? I'm very conflicted on the police officers in this movie. Okay. Because I feel like the main cop, the younger cop, needed a better backstory as to why he was so gung-ho and, like, so about... He was just her ex-boyfriend, right? Yeah. But, yeah. But, I mean, like, why was he, like, G.I. Joe? Like, like it seemed like he almost was, like, a failed FBI agent that then got the gig of being (laughs) the cop of this town. Well, I think... Because, honestly, the older cop of this movie fit the town. 100%. 100%. Like, and I hate saying that because he he's a fucking bigot. He did. And he's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. And he deserves everything that happens to him in this movie. But at the same time, like, why is Mr. fucking Young, fresh out of the academy, so, like, gung-ho on being anti that guy? Well, that's why. He's fresh out of the academy. He wants everything done the correct way. Yeah, and I guess that could be the yeah. simplest answer. That's probably like, what it is, To yeah. me, it seemed like he was a failed FBI. Like, he dropped, like, he flunked out of fucking the academy at the feds. And then was like, well, fuck, I can be a t- I can be a cop in my hometown because they only have old bigot. <laughs> that's that's it. Because you that literally only had two cops in this movie. Which I thought was really For an entire town. And if you look at the amount of cotton candy blobs that are in it later, it's a bigger town. Like, yeah. That's a lot of people. But I guess not, though. Because like, if you compare it to like Chesapeake, like, fuck. True. Got, yeah. It probably that's hundreds like, of that's thousands. That's like of a people. fucking neighborhood. Yeah, it's like. 
Yeah, my neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, my neighborhood's massive, and there's probably like twenty people per household because of the fucking market and how expensive <laughs> shit is. <laughs> but I will say, it's like the the way the movie starts is it's like, and of course, I already said it. You know, we're not walking through it, but it's a it looks like a meteorite that flies over. But my question to you, based off of that scene, is: say you are the young couple making out in the back of the truck, you know, in the uh-huh. back of the fucking Jimmy four by four, you know, everybody, everybody wanted a Chevy Jimmy four by four when we were, when we were growing up, you know, it was a fucking dope ass SUV. <clears throat> like, are you that intrigued? Are you that interested? No. Are the you? old guy with the dog, that makes sense. Cause it was closer yeah. to his house. It's in his backyard. And he don't have nothing better to do. Yeah. But I got a, she's a very beautiful woman. His dog, Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear. But also the the girl was an attractive woman. Yeah. They casted her well. Because I was like, damn, I would be upset if I was Mr. Cop Guy. And I would be even more upset if I was current boyfriend who had to compete with Mr. Cop Guy. Yeah, she said, yeah, I have a friend who would help us out. Yeah. You don't want to say it's your yeah, you don't want to say it's your ex boyfriend, you little sneaky bit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's like there's like dynamics of this movie that obviously give it plot boosts, and it, you know it is what it is. Yeah. But if you like, if you pay attention throughout the movie, like I, I don't know why this was bothering me so much, but like as they're trying to survive this whole ordeal uh-huh. once they're in the tent, like for the finale, we're not getting into the final of this movie, but these parts were driving me crazy because boyfriend was there. Yeah. Current boyfriend was there. Okay. Current boyfriend was, was ragged it out with Mr. X boyfriend. He yeah. was in there with him, checking everything out with him, yeah. making sure that like he believes cause he got arrested. Like he was in cuffs yeah. in the back of the cop car. Like, bro, you're lying. You're wasting cops time. Yeah. Like, fuck you. And then once they find the cotton candy in the Jeep, that scene was fucking stupid. Didn't make much sense to me, but neither. Yeah. That made no sense to me at all either. Nothing else in the movie looked like that. Like that was probably like the scariest looking scene and it didn't match anything else because usually they just get the person. It's not like spread out through the surrounding area, but it did confirm what they said when they told the cop that there was killer clowns from outer space, turning people into cotton candy. But what was bothering me so much towards the end of this movie is that the three of them were there. So it's girlfriend, ex-boyfriend, who's cop, current boyfriend, who's just fucking amazing. Yeah. He's in there. He's fucking helping. He's not dumb. Usually it's like the current boyfriend's kind of like more stupid and like more of a jock and like doesn't really fit. But he's a fine dude. If you watch closely during those scenes. Okay. He, the cop is like grabbing her hand, grabbing her ass, grabbing her boobs. Like, throughout, I don't know if it's the actor just getting away with field skis or it's like that was part of the plot. Because if I was that current boyfriend and I just look up and I see him just molesting my current girlfriend, I don't care if there's killer clowns from outer space. I'm fucking you up on the spot. I dude. think it's part of the plot because when they're in the car, he, he like brings up, you know them being exes oh fucking but you and the current boyfriend is like the fuck yeah no you I, didn't mention this i get that aspect but like he's like touching all over yeah. her throughout the rest of the survival parts Amen. and i would be dude no bro i'm i'm stopping this alien invasion <laughs> and we're squaring up in the fucking tent and his defense he's probably like hey you know just trying to comfort her no dude i'm pretty sure officer of the law. boobs were grabbed the cops don't need to be doing that. Speaking of the current boyfriend, he was in another movie we covered. Was he? He was. I have no clue. What was it? New Year's Evil. Who was he in New Year's Evil? The son with blonde hair. No. Yes, him. Was it really? Yeah. What a bad movie. It was bad. It's a bad movie. Song was good though. Song is good. We love our songs. Yeah, some 80s horror movies. 80s horror movies have the classics. Even, you know, just as simple as, you know, the from fucking. Yeah. You know. All the 80s films. I can't forget about my shit either, man. Like 78, but still close enough. Um, Yeah, that shit bothered me so much in this movie, though, is that like current boyfriend just had to watch his girlfriend basically get molested by the ex 
I think some it's of the, because it's a survival setting. Like some, I would fight him on the spot. Like straight that up bothered me a lot. Just the whole clown <laughs> aspect of it. Like these clowns. You couldn't separate it? No, I couldn't. Okay. Because these the clowns are scary looking. No, like, they are. They are, that's what I'm saying. So when he oh, yeah, walked yeah. into the pharmacy. Yeah, and people were just like, oh. Also, when he plays like he's an animatronic. That was good. An- I enjoyed that. Yeah. An- animatronic. Yeah. yeah. Outside the store. He like looks at this. It's fun. It's funny because he looks at this like gorilla. Yeah. Who's like doing the fucking like, you know, animatronic thing. Yeah. And then he like looks at it and he's like, that's an easy way to blend in when I'm eight feet tall and look like a clown. They're like ability to think on the spot or think on the fly is probably one of their most impressive characteristics as aliens. It almost proves that they are from another world because they can think that quickly on their feet. Yeah, they are very intelligent. Everything that they do. So, like, that whole part, like, where they're attacking the town, everything actually makes sense, minus the T-Rex shadow puppet thing. So, what the fuck? There's two scenes I enjoyed. That, okay. which one? Uh, I'm not sure how how that whole shadow shit worked. You liked it? I did. I hated it. I did like that, and I like when later on when he has Mooney as like a puppet. Bro, I was gonna get into that, but what I liked, I loved the fact that they would just like deliver a pizza, and like once again, like this girl had no reason on being this attractive. You open the door. Yeah. Yeah. No, no reason. I don't know how this movie pulled off the most attractive female <laughs> cast that I've seen in an 80s horror movie, but they did. But also, it's like she was probably like the producer's daughter and was just like, just talk. Like, yeah. just go. We're going to have this guy show up in a costume and you're going to be like, pizza, huh? And then it, and that is z- 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 it gets you with the cotton candy yeah. gun. But it's like also that is like the funny. This was pre- it's so crazy to me. This was pre-Jason Takes Manhattan. Yeah. And yet, there's an identical scene where the, the like this clown rolls up on a like small-ass motorcycle. It's like this motorcycle club, guys. And they're all fucking hoorah tough, you know? And they're yeah. oh, oh yeah, look yeah, at yeah. your little bike. You're a little bitch. Like, what are you? He's like, what are you going to knock my block off? And the fucking clown decapitates him with a punch. Yeah. And I was like, dude, this is crazy because, like, you can take aspects of this movie out of this movie and put them in other horror movies. And those scenes are iconic and, like, memorable for years and years and years. Yeah. And yet, when you think about a horror icon punching someone's head off, you're probably going to go to Jason Takes Manhattan in that scene. Yet, Killer Clowns from Outer Space did it how many years prior? A year. So, clearly, you guys are just a bunch of copycats with Friday the 13th, and you love using shit that's already happened to benefit your movies. We used to do it better, that's fine. I don't care, but to do it better after the fact is one thing. To do it better prior to the fact is iconic. You didn't do it better prior to the fact. (laughs) But I'm saying, if you do it better prior, it's iconic. If you do it better after, you're just a fucking copycat. And Friday the 13th is just going to have to deal with the fact that you guys are just a copycat franchise. If no one thinks about it, you didn't do it better. You You just have to consume all of the horror in order to make your arguments. If I had to do research to know you did it, you didn't do it that well. That's a that's one of your most valid points I'd say you ever made on Thank the podcast. The first clown. Thank you. What? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I found that button that quickly. I love that, but it is it is interesting to me that 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 two such similar similar in their. Like, just what they are scenes, yeah. but then what you get via each movie is crazy to me. Yeah. And I didn't even think about that prior. Like, that just popped into my head during this. Yeah. Julius. Julius is an iconic kill scene, which is probably talked about. It's a good kill. A lot more. But it also, it's way more intense. Yeah. Is there a kill from this movie that sticks out to you? Yeah, definitely the uh, Moody. Is that his name? Moody, yeah. Sheriff Moody. Moody, Mooney, one of them. Mooney, Moody. Uh, but also, like, his whole his whole character dynamic 
So he's like this piece of shit old cop that thinks <laughs> he's trying to be like forced out of being a cop because like he's a piece of shit and he knows it. So, oh geez, I looked at the I looked at that light and there's no holding that one in. Um, so throughout this whole movie, you realize like there's these two like punk kind of looking guys that come in. And he's like, you guys are the, what's wrong with the town, you know, and all this stuff. And, like, somebody that has identified, ill, I take that back immediately. Somebody that has always been more into uh, more outcasty type shit um, and more, like, not the status quo, if you will. Uh-huh. You know, you watch this, and obviously in the 80s, this was a big thing. And, like, you can watch Stranger Things with Eddie. And, like, you, you you see all this stuff. And, like, if you're wearing the dark clothes, you have the crazy hair, you have the painted nails, you have the fucking, you know, makeup or whatever you're wearing. And these kids are like, bro, we were walking back to college with a bottle of wine. He's like, drunk in public, resisting arrest. <laughs> like, all these crazy charges that, like, they're legit. But still, like, they obviously weren't doing anything that bad. And that's when you see the dynamic of old cop versus younger cop. And you're Also, like, young cop did nothing. Young cop was a bitch. Yeah. He's a bitch. He has no backbone. But it's weird. He's, he's obsessed so, with his ex. Yeah, that's It's just like you're a, you're a punk. Yeah. Like, honestly, none of the cops in this movie are fucking, like, you should pat on the back. But Mooney, Moody, whatever the fuck his name is, uh, later on during the movie, when he's getting a bunch of phone calls from all sorts of different people throughout the town, he's like, they're going for my job. They're trying to get me to retire. They're trying to drive me crazy. And people are like, yo, clowns are, like, taking people. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, come help. What I thought was, like, when the guy from the uh, pharmacy called, he was going to be like, oh, shit, this is real. But he's like, I got him, too. Yeah. And then when the younger cop calls him and he's like, this is real, call the state police. It's like, no. <laughs> I did like that part because he's like, nah. Like, you're just a part of this whole scheme. And the people he's blaming are the ones that are currently locked up in the jail cell. He goes, is the entire town in on it? And they're all trying to get me out of here. No. No, dude, that makes not. no sense. They didn't have cell phones. You don't matter that much. Like, if, if it was today, like, it's almost believable. Like, you put out a tweet and it goes fucking viral. Yeah. Cool. This is the fucking 80s, bro. Like, it, well, the technology wasn't quite there yet. When he finally gets attacked by the killer clown from outer space, it's a bigger killer clown from outer space, and he's all like, oh, you know, this is crazy. I don't know how he doesn't believe it. He thinks somebody's in costume, which doesn't make sense because they're fucking eight feet tall. He puts it in handcuffs. It pops its fucking hands off, and he's still like, meh, this is crazy. And then he puts it in a jail cell. Then he just to show just to show how big of a piece of shit he is he waits until it turns back to him and he bashes it in the head yeah. with his fucking mag light flashlight fucking 14 inch flashlight he probably weighs every bit of eight pounds and the fucking killer clowns from outer space fucking exorcist of emily rose <laughs> turns around in this bit and then chokes him through the jail cell with the, like, flower petal thingy. Like, turns into an arm almost. And you're like, okay. And then the, the two punk rocker, like, more angsty characters look at him and go, what are you in for? And it's like. <laughs> so he killed him, right? He did. Because remember when the uh, younger cop oh, comes the arm, in, falls, the arm out. falls out and has all the jewelry on? Oh, yeah. That was the taller guy. Mm. Almost with the flock of seagulls haircut. His hair was bad. Though. His hair was really bad. His hair was receding quite a bit. Quite a bit. He so was also didn't... supposed to be perceived as a teenager. He was probably every bit of 40. We've talked about this before. <laughs> These 80s movies love casting people 20 years past their prime to play teenagers. <laughs> they do. But then, like Jake said earlier, you kind of fucking spoiled it for me, but whatever. I'll All mention right, it again. He, uh, the cop comes in and Mooney, Moody, whatever, is perfect bloodlines down his mouth to where he looks like a ventriloquist doll and the fucking killer clown from outer space is puppeteering him from the inside super sick scene super cool kill i i love it i think it's probably the best most original part yeah of the killings of this movie and then you find out they can do voices they can change their voices because when they go after the uh, pretty girlfriend ex-girlfriend of the cop bitch um, who plays the fucking field, obviously. Uh, it sounds like her <laughs> current boyfriend when he knocks on the door. Like, she knows she's getting felt up, and she's just all about it. Like, I don't like her anymore. I don't she's think really she, you know, 
I think she was good with her current boyfriend. <laughs> Although she did introduce him as just friend, a, a dude she went to school with. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> like like what the fuck? Like we were just making out my Jimmy four by four. Also, it's really funny is when they pull up to the police station, they hit a curb, a Everything. cop car, <laughs> like and I get they're scared because they just like witness like aliens. But the cop was just like, hey, 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 hey. And then he sees his <laughs> girlfriend, and he's like, what's up, boo? Like, what you got going on? I'm like, dude, this this is so fucking stupid. That didn't, uh, it didn't add to the plot at all. I guess it did, though. But to me, it took it away from yeah, it. I mean, that's the dynamic of he's probably not going to really trust the current boyfriend. Yeah, which plays into their whole, yeah, yeah their whole yeah. moments when he sends her home. She gets attacked by popcorn. Like we mentioned earlier, we had the popcorn vine alien things. One of my favorite parts, when uh, the killer clown knocks on her door and sounds like her boyfriend, like, come on, it's fine. Like, she opens it and is like, fuck no, closes it, right? Yeah. One of my my favorite things, these clowns are so fucking funny. I think this is why it's a horror comedy. She goes to jump out of the window. Oh, they're standing out there. And they're standing out there with a trampoline, like the saving trampolines, and they're all wearing tiny plastic firefighter hats. <laughs> Where the fuck could they have possibly gotten these? I don't know. It just It's so funny that they're just that funny of killers. Yeah. And I think it kind of takes you away from the, like, it has to be perfect. It has to be, like, scary to just, like, this is a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a, it's a good time. It's a movie. lot of fun, man. It's a good time, it, yeah. It, it's one of those movies that you can watch with almost any age group. There's nothing vulgar in the movie. No. Well, I, I'd say one of the most vulgar things that happened in this movie is when the clown pulls his hand out of the cop and it's bloody. Other than the bloody arm popping out of the cotton candy egg is yeah. the one face you see like there's not a lot of blood yeah so all there's, the, there's zero gore so they put them in the cotton candy to, it, to suck their blood no it melts them it melts them into a gook so that they can drink it that's oh. the only thing that makes sense to me okay because everybody that you see when you just peel off the cotton candy are starting to like deteriorate you know what I mean? Like, they're covered in red. They're, like, bloody. So I think it's, like, deteriorating the human com- composition into a drinkable liquid. So it's, like, you know, okay. making you a smoothie almost. Okay. But, like, why did you have to put in the cotton candy eggs that look like lucky rabbit's feet? Yeah, because they're clowns. Because they're clowns. Yeah. yeah. Killer clowns from outer space. But with case, do you think there's a, a meaning? No. Do you just think there was like killer and they're like, we can't go with C now. We got to go with K, killer clowns from outer space. Or is it because they're outer space clowns that it's spelled differently? No, just clowns. That's it. That's why. You can't spell it with a C because clowns, C-L-O-W-N-S. Because they're is, not regular they're clowns. They're earth clowns. So you had to go killer clowns from outer space. I don't think so. But because they're outer space Clowns. I'm a fucking genius, Jake, and you I won't let me have do this. Do not think that's That's got to be the reason. <laughs> that's the only reason. It's not because it looks better on a movie poster. That's stupid. It's because they're alien clowns, and you can't spell it the same as Earth clowns. Ah, I love being right sometimes. Whatever those times are. <laughs> they're not always great times, but when I have them right, I'm happy. You have a favorite character in this movie? No. Oh, okay. Nobody nobody impressed me enough. I like the two dudes in the ice cream truck. I hate them. I hate them really? with a passion. I hate them with a passion. Man, they were good. They were a good time to me. No, I know why you like them, and I'm not gonna go on microphone <laughs> right now and tell, <laughs> tell everyone in America why you think that. If anybody knows Jake on a personal level, <laughs> you will understand why Jake fucks with the ice cream guys. Yeah, they were a good time. They were not. Also, towards the end, when they're in that final battle against that like thing that, that came, fucking whatever that was came down on strings. Yeah, it was like an alligator clown. It was weird. That was definitely a cake. When clown. they asked him to get out, like, no, it's a rental. I was like, I get it. <laughs> That's not why you like them, but I'll, I'll accept <laughs> the answer. Thank you. They, there's just the, you know in this movie, um, I don't. So you find out that. The one cop, when he defeats the ventriloquist killer clown, 
realizes right then and there if you shoot them in their nose oh yeah they turn they're gone they're dead they like turn into like a sims character and like a, a green diamond which is such a weird way for them to it's die. a weird way for them to die but they're just trying to oversell the fact that they're killer clowns from outer space and they're yeah. aliens which is fine it's an over-the-top movie to begin with yeah but honestly why do you put the way to defeat you right in front of your fucking face because it's a clown and it's like a hunga hunga. Like, it makes sense. Like, I'll, I'll give him that. But also, I then lose all interest in these things being dangerous at all. Really? They're too easily defeated. Like, I agree with you that that's a stupid way for them to die. I mean, it is. It is. But also, if I'm a cop, I've now saved the world. <laughs> like, the fact that this movie can go another 30 minutes... Of them running and hiding from these things, true, bro. Just go poke him in the nose. Just because you find out nose, yeah. when in the final, he just stabs it in the nose. The big fucking gargantuan alligator killer clown from outer space thing that's ten times the size of any other fucking killer clown that's existed. Yeah. He pokes it in the nose. It fucking disintegrates, and then it fucking destroys the everything. It's a very piss poor reasoning. Like, do I understand why they went with it? Because it's like a nostalgic, everybody knows clowns have like over-exaggerated noses. I think that's the only reason they went with that. I wouldn't go through the rest of this movie having that information, being scared of them. That's what I don't understand. You are a trained cop who is over the top about the books or about the rules and about being like a good shot, and you're still piss poor shooting everybody in the chest and shit. Bro, aim for the noses. Yeah, he's got the shotgun that runs out of ammo because everybody in the world knows shotguns don't have a lot of fucking ammo. You have a six shooter on your hip. That's at least ten clowns down, and you're still running and hiding through this maze of a tent of a alien ship. I don't just stand up and be a fucking man and shoot as many of them in the nose as you can. Well, unfortunately, the movie has to continue. Yes, the movie has to continue, but like also instead of going about it in a still fearful way, they should go about it in a survivor way. Like I know how I'm going to defeat them, not oh, I have to go save the girl from the random balloon she got put in. Like which, okay, which he also shot. Yeah, he shot everything. Which I thought was very interesting. He's like fuck it. Because he tells him, you might hit her. Stand back. Stand back. (laughs) I'm trained. I can't shoot them all in the nose, but I can shoot this balloon in the perfect place to where she falls out of it. Yeah. But also, why did they save her? No, that sounds stupid. I didn't mean to ask that that way. Why was she put in a balloon? Why did the clowns not just put her in the... um, Why didn't they eat her? Because she looks more delicious than anybody else in this movie. I would... (laughs) (laughs) I would think just for the movie ticket. If you can slip in that wet comment the other day, I can sleep in this one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's... Yes, the movie has to continue, and it's only an hour and a half, so we barely have a movie to go off of. But... I just the last bit of this movie was a waste of time. I agree, it was. It really was. If you didn't find out that he figured it out that early on in the movie, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. But he did. He found out exactly how to defeat them and still ran around scared shitless. Yeah. If he, these if he had like space. just found out, like he had just shot If he one. found out in the tent, yeah, I'm cool with that. Like the movie makes sense. But you found out when you were pissed off about Mooney, Moody or whatever his name is. So it's like, whatever, dude. And then like the state cops show up and then like the fucking UFO turns into a dreidel and it's like cool and it's super shitty. It's the worst CGI in this movie. <laughs> and it's like, I'm not pissed. Like, I'm not I'm not as mad as I am about the fact that he was still scared of these killer clowns from outer space. Yeah. And, like, the ice cream guys were cool. Like, they had their little moment with the girl clowns. The tits kept getting bigger. And, like, I get that part. Like, they were super horn dogs. So it was cool. And then, you know, they got the explosion. But the thing that, you know, do you remember the guard that gets melted by the pie? Yeah. So when the movie ends uh, and it pies, explodes, right? they got hit by pies. Why did they not melt? <laughs> like I don't know. That should have been the like final hoorah of the killer clowns yeah, from outer space because thing. the people got hit by those pies and then melted. Yeah, but it was just like. That's the movie, folks. Like that was it. He killed the alligator ten foot Yeah, it was just irritating. 
Like, why show the security guard getting melted into an ice cream sundae by pie when the people at the the main people of the movie get also doused in pie at the end of the movie and they more than likely survive? Now we don't know that for sure for not, but they also didn't melt right then and there on the spot. So true. I mean, I'm going with my gut here. That there was a plot hole. One pie a piece, so it didn't affect them that yeah, much. Yeah, you had to have forty eight <laughs> cherry pies thrown on you. Which the movie's fine. It's fun. It's a it's it's a hoot. Yeah. There's nothing really else to talk about with this movie. Now I think we're done. On a scale. Sorry, everyone's ears. From one to ten, Jake. What do you rate 1988's Killer Clowns from Outer Space? On a scale from one to ten. I'm actually very interested in your rating of this. This movie is a six and a half. Fucking perfect rating, Jake. Congratulations, bro. Thank we you. officially agree again. I give this movie a six and a half. Boom. Okay. A solid stamp of agreement of the J Squared Horror Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, that deserves a round of applause. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so very much to all you fans out there that listen to us every fucking week. We appreciate it greatly. Uh, this was a lot of fun. This movie's a lot of fun. Uh, if you got to this point, you either decided to watch it or you didn't. Whichever you decided, we hope you enjoyed our content on Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Um, uh, big shout out to our main supporters, Jeff Balance, who does our design work. Lucky Riggs, who does our intro and our outro music. A big shout out to Jake for being my personal favorite co-host. Thank you. He is the greatest. You guys enjoy him. I enjoy him. He's a beautiful specimen of a human. <laughs> <laughs> Just look at the polo shirts he wears. Um, Jake, would you like to tell everyone what your polo shirt is for this week? So I've worn this shirt a couple of times. You have, but I didn't know the story about it. But um, this is from the Happy Gilmore collection. Oh, I kicked the camera. Um, since recently, Bob Barker passed away. Rest in peace, Bob Barker. So I thought I'd wear, you know, in tribute, you know. He got as close to 100 as he could without going over, and we respect <laughs> you for that, Bob. We really do. All of us prices prices Right fans out there. I used to have to watch it when I stayed home from school on my bunny ears. Yeah, me too. So I love it. Drew Carey, you wish you could be Bob Barker. You wish. You wish. You belong on the Whose Line Is It Anyway? That was your show. You did your thing there, bud. Yeah, the, the, that was a good show. I Great show. That. I loved Whose Line Is It Anyway. The original ones. Not the oh, when yeah. the girl took over and no, shit. No, no, like, no, no, no offense no. to the girl. Yeah. Like, it's not a woman it's versus just, a man just, thing. It was just, just a way same. better show. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm super excited about this right now. Um, we just confirmed next week's episode. I don't necessarily know how to explain what we are just, finally doing. I was just thinking that too. All right. I know we let you guys down possibly when we talked about having some directors on, but shit happens. Scheduling conflicts happen. It's life. It's neither here nor there. We're all people. We're all living our lives. We all have families, children and jobs that get in the way. We've had to change things because of our life and, and things things like that. Yeah. But with that being said, we have some very exciting news for you guys. For the first time ever, the J Squared Horror Podcast will have an in-person interview episode with C.I.I. Jones, a local horror author from here in virginia we are super excited you guys calm down i know it's exciting I know, I know. thank you thank you guys so much we are super excited to have caleb jones a local horror author on the j squared horror podcast me and this guy go way back we used to work at a coffee shop together we've both lived our lives continued our lives and somehow have met back through horror i have a horror podcast here with jake and he has his own line of books if you guys are excited about it, let us know in the comments down below how excited you are for us to finally have somebody, not only to interview, but in person. We are going to be hanging out with somebody else just as deep <laughs> into horror as us. You just won't have our two beautiful faces on the yeah. camera next week. You'll have a third person on there. We are super duper excited. Um, it's going to be fun. Caleb Jones, thank you so much, buddy. For being willing to come on the J Squared Horror Podcast. I know we're a bit of a shit show most weeks, but we are super excited to finally yeah. get into this aspect of the podcast. We've it been talking about, about it for time. six months to a year at this point. So we are super, super, super excited. Next week, 
Caleb Jones, CII Jones. I think he has three, possibly four books. I know he has three for sure because I bought all three. Have I read them? Nope. I don't know how to read. But I do support <laughs> my local people. I'm super excited. He has a new book coming out at the end of September. We are super excited. And we're going to have him on the J Squared Horror Podcast. In person. Week. In person. Nice. So we are super excited. Uh, any other news for the fans, Jake? I got nothing. You do? Think for just a second. Let me think for a second. Maybe important to our fans. Are you referring to next weekend? Next weekend. The what are Tide we doing? Tidewater Horror Convention? Yeah! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, from September 8th to September 10th, the J Squared Horror Podcast will be at the Tidewater Horror Convention. We're going to have a table. We're going to have our mics. We're going to be available for on-the-spot interviews with our fans or random people from the convention. We are super excited <laughs> to be a part of this. Uh, it's the biggest horror convention to our local area that exists. We are super happy that we get to be a part of it. And there's going to be amazing guests. There's going to be amazing people in there. Uh, horror conventions built this friendship. They they help spawn this podcast. Yeah. There's something near and dear to me and Jake. So if you guys at all want to spend fucking $40 for the weekend, shut the fuck up and come to the Tide <laughs> Water Horror Convention. There's no reason not to. Do you like spooky shit? Do you like meeting famous people? Do you want to meet the J Squared Horror Podcast? Then come to the Tide Water Horror Convention from September 8th to September 12th. 10th, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> September 8th to September 10th. It is in Virginia Beach slash Norfolk. It is right at the border. We are super excited to be a part of it. We'll be there all weekend. So if you guys are excited about that, let us know in the comments if you want to come. Uh, we'll be there. Uh, yeah, we talked yeah. about next week's episode. That's it, right? We're all done. Damn right. Thank you guys so much for being part of the J Squared Horror Podcast. My name's Josh. And I'm Jake. You guys have a great week. And always remember... It's hip to be squared.